How you doing, man? I'm unstoppable, man, and you? I'm always good, I'm always good. Uh, I know we haven't seen each other in a long time, but how you been? Man, I've, I've been unstoppable. Curren currently getting ready for a, a, a trial for, for WWE. And outside of that, I speak occasionally at Toastmasters, which is a public speaking, uh, in public speaking improvement um, group or faculty or class, if you want to call it that. Uh, you know, <laughs> I get. <laughs> oh God. All right, let me let me pull that back. Yeah, I was I was a model. I, I was a model for Durex uh, Durex Canada, which is a top of the line like. Um, intimacy prevention or sexual tra sexually transmitted disease prevention type of company, which is cool but interesting. How was that experience? Was it your first um, photo shoot for you know condoms? Yeah, that was that was something. You have to you had to play on three emotions. You had to smile, be patriotic, and like when when you climax during um, what they an had episode. you jerk off. No, but we had to reproduce that emotion in the pictures. So each picture had to have those three elements or it, it wasn't good enough. So for two hours, I had to like, contort myself in various like poses, How various facial That's the thing. So you, know, you have to <laughs> tap into your, to your mental capacity of what happened in the past. So as you're singing Old Canada, you have to do all those three emotions, singing, saying the words Old Canada, and it will register... To the person who's 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 seeing this picture oh they're patriotic oh okay i get it that was the challenge is either i was i was always two for three certain pictures i finally got the you need to have all three of them okay so either i was patriotic and saying so patriotic and happy either i was jerking off and happy or either i was jerking off and patriotic but never patriotic jerking off and happy <laughs> Like how do you even get? I'm I'm still <laughs> puzzled on that. Yo, how do you jerk off and make that? Yeah, okay. that that was next level. And was that your 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 first? Yes, that was that was that that was my my first one. And uh, how it came about, I did an audition, and I was picked. Uh, we were picked three out of like twenty four or twenty five people, and. Um, how does it like okay I'm, I'm just really curious no how problem. does it how does that even go like you go to the interview the, the the audition process and they're just like take your shirt off yeah they're, <laughs> they're like do 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 a pose i'm like oh my background is being a, a professional wrestler all we all we ever do in between moves is poses okay. all right so let's just do this <laughs> okay. so i shoot my personality and well my wrestling personality because People who know me outside of wrestling know I'm pretty much, you know, uh, to 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 myself. I go to the gym, go to go to the uh, library, and that's about it. Um, but in wrestling, that's that's a character. So I do just that guy, but for for a picture. And apparently, they the the higher ups liked it so so, so much that I decided to uh, bring me back and give me the uh, contract. I'm happy to hear that for you, and I hope that Thanks, you get bro. more contracts like that in the future. Yeah, that's uh, those are very, very uh, inf informative and 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 and, and learning ex experience. And, uh, I'm glad I had that opportunity. I'm, I'm actually glad that you had that opportunity as well. And thank you for the the wrestling. How long have you been doing this, man? November this year would make officially five years, especially November nineteenth. Um, 
I just went to a tryout five years ago, and, and they liked my work ethic. They liked what they saw in, in me, and then it started there. Originally, I was moving to Tucson, Arizona, to go to Arizona State and play b- play basketball there and then after that it would be to become a, a public speaker because starting out as a public speaker then a major market for for people who are aspiring or people who are starting out would be the, the phoenix arizona area and that was the uh, game plan and at the final hour my i took my savings and i put it i decided to, to, to start wrestling school because it has always been a childhood dream of mine and i'm like you know why not why not try and see if it's for me? And if it's not, well, I'm already on my way to uh, Arizona. All right, cool. I can see the vision. I fuck with the vision, and I respect that. Thanks. I have a quick question for you. Like, when you think about the word success, who comes to mind, and why? Please. Uh, success will have to be. Uh, hmm, it's a very good question. It would have to be Earl Nightingale. Now, Earl Nightingale best defines success as success is the self-progression of a worthy ideal. Meaning he or she who becomes, let's say, the barber, becomes a barber. They are a success. He or she who becomes a teacher, becomes a teacher, is a success. Success is not defined by your house, the car you keep, or the the family that that you keep. And it took me a while to fully understand that. Because growing up, you always taught taught success was when you see uh, like the rappers or whoever that you looked up to. You saw in the music videos, art videos as a whole, the cars, the women, the houses, the money, the fame, the a- adoration of thousands, if not millions. And you think that growing up that that is a success. If I attain that, I've made it. But that's not the case. So I have to say that will be it. And if it had one image of success, it would be, hmm. I would have to say somebody that I know or somebody like in in general and that depends on you like really for example for me when I think about success yeah. I I think about it kind of goes along the lines of what you when I think about success there is one person that comes to mind and that person has passed away okay but um he was one of my one of my trainers when I was um still playing basketball he was one of my trainers and the reason he was a success to me is because at that time i aspired to do what he did already oh but uh now that i have outgrown him in a certain way my new definition of success has changed and i believe that uh success first of all like what you said we all define it in our own ways right and at the same time is it's constantly evolving so right now i would say something about what my image of success is right now two years later might change it's always it's always evolving but depends on who's around me and what i i've always been kind of like a copycat okay so there's people that are around me and there's something that they do that i'm like i really like what you're doing i would like to be able to do that as well okay i get where you could, i get i get that S- so just me the idea of success is what do i picture myself doing and just me executing that that success for me 
in in that light out I'll go on let's say two or three levels level one being celebrity I would have to say The Rock somebody who's in pro wrestling leave pro wrestling to go on into another field and another domain and 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 attain uh, fame more than fame but recognition for your work in another field in this case being acting on, on, on another plane I would have to say my coach uh, Master Drew Onyx uh, it would have to be that the patience and, and the dedication to, to not only coach you but to also teach you lessons in, 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 in wrestling that applies to everyday life okay and then to do that consistently, regardless of who it is or, or or what the class the class is, and always adapting to your style of of learning. Um, and another plane would have to be my cousin. Uh, she wanted to be to become a lawyer, and just a couple of years ago, she finally passed the bar or the United States equivalent of, of a bar, and now she's a a, a practicing lawyer. So I have to, those are my are my examples of of, of 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 success that comes off the top of my mind. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, you, I I remember you've been talking about becoming a wrestler for a long time. So in certain ways, you are a success no matter what you do because you attained one of your dreams, right? Yeah, I actually attained two. I remember. Um, uh yeah so that's that's nice yeah and you were talking about it for a while what other yeah i remember at a certain point i wanted to delve into to speaking um being someone who who is an adult stutterer it, it was always been a challenge for me to find somebody who's who's walked in my shoes and i can use as as an an, an, an example and now there's a there's a few famous people who are adult stutterers. I don't have to go into uh, specific names, but one stands out in particular, being that they speak quite often. That will be the former vice president of the United States in Joe Biden. Joe Biden, he's a stutterer. He's a stutterer, and he speeches every year to the National Stuttering Association. So I'm like, whoa! It, on that, uh, that's uh. That was that was really, that was really big recognition for uh, a, a minority in in the in the general population because the general population one percent of of people stutter. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, men are three times more likely to stutter than women. And um, most people grow grow out of it, but it hasn't reached adulthood. But it's still those who have it when they are uh, adults. Now there's no exact definition or exact reason why people do stutter. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be hereditary. I, like my grandfather, he stutters, and his style of stuttering is different to my style of stuttering. Mine is more of a repetition. Yeah. His is more of, of a prolongation. So you like, stretch the words more, and, and it yeah, he would just stretch the, the the stretch the words more. And then people who have complete blocks, or I feel the word blue. It can become the one of the hardest words to say or block. Anything with a strong B sound, and that's to do with the tension and timing of the muscles of speech, and to become aware of that, use certain techniques to, uh, I won't say hide your stutter, but become aware of it in which you are in control and not it being in control of you. Okay. For well, a, I mean, like right now, you're not you're not stuttering, and I I I, I won't let you like you do stutter sometimes, but I feel like it's it's. 
I've always felt like it's just a thing of uh, not giving a fuck. Yeah, I, I've been told that. Like, uh, I just just recently, one of, of my teammates found out that I'm a stutterer, and they are a stutterer. And I said that uh, they pulled me aside, like, yeah, thank you for 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 showing me like being a stutterer and and, and be courageous. But like, you just go at it. You don't care, even if you stutter on a word. So he was like, okay, cool. What what what's next? And I'll explain to him is like, yes, it's it's a confidence thing. And y'all come over time. When you when you've when you've had so many occurrences where you you, you speaking became a problem, and we realize enough is enough. You just like to hell with it. This is this is what it is. I'm gonna get certain help, certain certain tricks. Try them out. See what works, what doesn't work, and just go with it. And we're talking about all kind of stuff. We're talking about like the hardest thing for a stutterer to say, the hardest thing for any stutterer to say, and they can go in, in, in the dictionary and find it, is their name. Okay. To say our full name is the hardest thing. Word? Yes. Say your full name. Right? <laughs> now, now, <laughs> now I'm in control, so it'll okay. be Mustafa Richardson. Well, for a little, the C in Richardson would mess me up. Word? Yes, so it'll be Mustafa Richardson. Okay. So I'd avoid saying my name, or the S in Mustafa. Mustafa. Okay. Okay. So I, if you don't mean to say my first name, I'll stutter on the S. If you say my full name, I'll stutter on the C in in, in Richardson. So, like, being aware of this, and then when you're in ele- uh, elementary or pro- high school, wherever you are, and they ask you to say your full name, you're like, everyone's saying your name all cool, whatever. And when it gets to you, you're like, oh, damn. <laughs> What's my name, Tom? <laughs> your name is not Tom. <laughs> sure, that wasn't your your phase to you know, try to socialize with the general population. With I wish sometimes I I used to use a pencil. I'd drop a pencil on the on the floor, and when they go in lines, when you had your 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 little desk, they'll go in lines, say your name, blah blah blah, tell something about yourself, and I wait for a person, two people in front of me. And I guess the person in front of me, and then I drop my pencil and take it like an eternity to find it, hoping that it will skip me and go to another person. Okay. But they ne- they they never skipped me. Uh, so uh, it's kind of like what you say about me being blunt. I I was always taught that um, just lead, just go, just go, just just go. Like who cares about who's around you? Just go. Yeah, that's like uh, in class. There's a presentation. Go first. Yes, get out of the Go way. Go first. Yeah, get I don't want to... It's it's kind of like uh, how I went to the Toastmasters and everyone was like, oh, who wants to speak? And I was like, yo, no one's speaking for real? Like, yeah. Yeah, this kind of sounds fun. I've never done this in my life. Let's go. Let's go. Just go for it. And I've... Fuck some shit. I ro- sound engineer is creepy as hell. <laughs> I- oh, bro. You, you, in life, you just have to go with that, 100%. Dude, I am aware that sometimes I stutter, but that's because I'm always worried about expressing myself as clearly as I can. Right, right. Because I used to have the fear of being scared that people understand me properly. Now I don't care. Yeah. Now if I see that you don't understand me, it's either because you can't or I am not properly expressing myself. And I just got to move on. Right. Because that's... No, no, you you make a valid point because like, um, one thing we learn in therapy, everyone stutters. 
If you listen to politicians or any of those people speaking when they have a debate, they often stutter on the words. Like every third, fourth word, they stutter on it. Or they use a lot of what we call avoidance technique in a stuttering word are, are known as filler words in, in the speech world, which is ums, the ahs, the likes, the souls, which is a prolongation on one word to fill the void of or to fill the void of, of, of space as opposed to just taking a pause. Now, if you listen to, to an, an Obama speech when it's prepared versus when he's just talking off, off the cuff or, or off the top of his mind, he uses a lot of ums, ums. If you listen to him, have a prepared speech is very deliberate. And often he uses a, te- uh, a trick called uh, alliteration. Now, alliteration is when you repeat the same consonant or vowel of of three words in a phrase and it has a very hypnotic rhythm through it so let's say an example would be I don't know Brooklyn blue Brooklyn blue bag so Andre you're wearing a nice blue bag with Brooklyn on it now you hear the sound B three times and it puts you in a hypnotic trance Depending on the, the message you're trying to, to convey, then you win over your audience because it's not something that we we commonly do. Word, I'm gonna keep this in mind when yeah. I speak to people on the street. Just be like, apples, avenue. <laughs> hmm. I don't know how. I don't have any other avocado. words. <laughs> avocado. <laughs> My message is: give me all your money. But <laughs> I, but I learned that from reading various books on speaking. And I often I was telling uh, Rick. Uh, sometime last series and the road to the road to mastery is when you try to read a book let's say you read a book a month but on your field in, or in your field so in my okay. case it will be speaking there's not many books on, on on pro wrestling but there's books on various martial arts because pro wrestling borrows from various mar- martial arts so it's not one specific book now coming back to speaking I get books on presentation books on projecting your voice and reading them and applying them so when I speak whether it may be in a one 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 minute video or a 45 minute pre- pre- presentation I try to work on certain techniques that I learn off of these books so now I'm, I'm at tools tools master I get to refine it and also learn a different style of speaking because I'm okay. used to speaking um, like freestyle that's more structured and it's more presentation orient, oriented the higher up that, that you go because there is a world ch- world championships in it. And that's my There's ultimate goal. championships for Toastmasters. There, Sorry is, for a, cutting you off. there is a world championship for Toastmasters. That's when that is where the best, that's where the best, it, the best of the best compete and best of the best are the, of the ones who want to compete. Okay. And the qualifier to start is February of every year. I happen to join past the qualification period. Plus, I don't believe, I do not believe in my heart of hearts, I'm, I am ready nor qualified to Why do that? that. I like to know the goals to get to, to the world sh- sh- championship. Now, backtrack. What, what, what would I have to do to get to that world championship? So I'd have to come up with a, with a series of goals and plans to get there. I did not come up with a series of goals and plans. I just say, hey, uh, oh, the world championship. Oh, nice. Okay. But, I signed up late. Yeah. So, my vision, 2020, let's do it. Hey, I, I'm going to go off this because I was thinking about it recently. You know who Tim Ferriss is? 
I've heard of him. I'm not too okay. familiar who that is. Uh, now, uh, Tim Ferriss, uh, the way he started getting on my radar was when he, if I'm not mistaken, did uh, some martial arts. Okay. He is not a martial artist, but what he had done impressed me in the sense that he read the rules, he understood them, and he understood how to win every fight using the rules. Oh. Now, I'm saying that because I'm like, if you could do Toastmasters and just understand the rules, understand how to get the most points, because I'm guessing there's judges. Yes, there's generally a, a panel of, of judges from all, 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 all over the world. And just understanding how to maximize that, I don't see why not you can't why you can't walk out of there with a medal or whatever trophy you guys give each other. But the 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 beauty of it is, I I'm ordering a book mm-hmm. as of as of this recording. I'm I'm ordering because I have yet to place the order officially. How to win a Toastmasters World Championship, written by the 2012 recipient of the Toast the World. Toastmasters World Cha- Cha- World Championship and a former public speaking coach of mine is the 2001 World Champion and and Daniel Lacroix. Okay. Or they call it Lacroix, like <laughs> the Anglophones call him. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I I won't lie. I'm kind of scared of doing things like that. The no, not scared. Skeptical. The reason why I'm skeptical of doing. Uh, things like that because those are uh, how you say models of the past right so I don't know if the rules change on a regular basis right but paying attention to models of the past is kind of uh, like setting yourself up to go down a hole but that's the the beauty of it because Toastmasters now they, they recently changed their 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 learning curriculum it used to be under pathways now it's under a different name i'm not too familiar with what the name is so i don't want to name it and be and be and be uh, inc- incorrect here however success leaves leaves clues yeah that so is true based off these books i like to read them understand them and i talk w- with my mentors and people who are who are who i need to get in contact with and understand how this works so come next year february as i prepare for next for, for next year february that I have a good understanding of the rules, like Tim Ferriss. Okay. So when the, g- the game starts, okay, I'm not I'm not a fish out out of water. Okay. Now, <coughs> uh, how do you? I'm curious to know: is there something that you believe, like deep down in your core, that you believe that yep. the rest of the people that are surround you think is insane? Yes, I believe that. Um, Hmm. In my core, I believe that I can be a world champion in anything that I put my mind to. Now, com- this stems from, I believe, elementary school. I wrote. How you gain weight? Are you eating and falling asleep? That's how you gain weight. Hey, the wrestler giving lot, lot, uh, weight loss tips. <laughs> you see, I'm studying right now. That's hey, good. it's all good. <laughs> no, but uh, yes. Um, elementary school, I wrote, I want to become an accountant or a pro- pro- professional wrestler. Okay. By 25, I did that already. 
I was an accountant, and I became a pro. Uh, a pro like graduated in accounting, and I and and I I became a a pro wrestler. This was a few months ago, I was working for uh, a protein supplement con company. They went on under. However, I was their accountant. So yes, I finally did what I did. It, why I said I was going to do in elementary. Now fast forward to high school. A graduation book said to be a world ch a world champion in any domain I choose, and the domains I choose is speaking, and and wrestling. Cool. My my goals were civil engineer, accountant, oh, and nice. or architect. Oh, okay. Architect, boring as hell. You don't make money. Yeah, I I, I know a few a few of them. Accounting, boring as hell to me. To me. I I agree. No, I I've I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, civil engineering is just, I'm not built for that kind of lifestyle. <laughs> no. No, no, so, uh, sure. yeah, that, I just shot all of that down. But that's uh, giving me a bit more insight on who you really are. Uh, that, And I really appreciate that you, you're you um, sharing that with me. Thank you. Is there like a gift that you give to people on a ge general basis? For example, I'll just give you an example. Right. Like, for me... I can't physically give you guys all the books that I've been reading. Right. But I enjoy giving you guys at least a list. Yes, a list is very, yeah, that's, 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 that's very important. Yeah, a list, and if there is a book that I had bought, I, I give it out. For oh, example, okay. right now, I have the, the, you know who Jordan Peterson is? Yes, yes, I, I, I follow he I has, he has that, that book, The Antidote to Chaos. I think it's 12 Rules Twelve rules for Life or something. Okay. Something like that. And um, I, I have it laying around. First person I see that would benefit from it, I'm giving it. Oh, nice. You, you ever talk about doing like a book ex exchange? Book exchanges? I Like for a month, you read that one book. Let's say I have a book. Like I, I have a, a few of them, like the 9-11 Commission Report, which is not really an entertaining book. Um a, a Brave New World by uh, Adox Huxley, stuff, stuff like that. We just like okay. exchange books, and then we get we get to read a different, maybe a different style. But something that, uh, of course, would have to intrigue us as a, a, a collective. I know we yeah. all three are into self help and self development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we all have a book. I'm like, okay, this I'm reading this for a I'm gonna apply the stuff that I learned. This like, I'm more of an audio tape than a, than a book okay. type of a person. I'm always doing stuff with my hands or I'm doing something or I'm sleeping. A per perfect example, I'm sleeping, I put on an audio tape. Now, my conscious mind is sleeping, but my subconscious mind is always going. So it's absorbing the, infor the information, information that is uh, 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 around me. And I get up in the morning, I'm like, oh, okay, this is, this, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> View discretion is advised. You know, just... <laughs> it's candid. That, that's the word yeah, I'm looking it's for. It's raw. It's raw. raw. It's raw. <laughs> We're just having a conversation. And, you know, if a word slips out, a word slips out. We're adults. Yes. So it happens. Yes. We're adults. <laughs> and um, this is the second episode. So we're we're working out the kinks. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And uh, what's, what else? I, I'm curious. I'm really curious to get into you a, a bit more into your mind. Um, how does your morning start? Like the first hour of your day? The first hour of my day, I try to listen to something motivational. Okay. Uh, I probably go on YouTube and watch a Les Brown video I've seen countless times. Who's if Les Brown? Les Brown is a very, is, is a, is a very known, fi a known figure in the 
motivational realm. A lot of his speeches are on YouTube. He's very he's very known for it's possible or um, you you gotta be hungry, is one of his 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 his, his famous quotes. Uh, I, to anyone who's listening, I recommend that you go and look up Les Brown, L E S Brown, and he paints pictures with your mind with words that you can feel. And I'd have to say he is one of the, my my inspirations to become a speaker. When he tells a story, it is very captivating to the point where you see your own life in his story. Okay. Now there is an art in that because wrestling is is where is is where life meets art. In wrestling, you're still telling a story, but you're telling a very physical and and, and violent story with your body, and that's where the lines are drawn of, 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 of difference between MMA and wrestling. Wrestling, we're telling a story with our, with our bodies, as uh, with our bodies as the paintbrushes and the ring as our canvas. Okay. MMA <laughs> is still, it is a martial art, and it's two people going at it to see who is the better martial artist on this day, at this time, in this match. To the viewer's perspective, there is no story in MMA, nor there is in boxing, unless they build up the the, the, the promotional aspect of it, yeah. painting a villain and an anti-hero. Yeah, if you paint a villain and anti-hero, that borrows from pro wrestling, because pro wrestling's bread and butter has always been painting a villain and a hero. Now, if you look fast forward a few years ago when they had the McGregor versus Mayweather fight, any pro pro any pro wrestling fan or our, our purists would tell you the build up to that wasn't their technical ability it wasn't their their their, their martial arts background it was how you build a pro- pro- professional wrestling paint one as the villain being Mayweather for some or for many and the anti-hero in in McGregor and that's how you make 400 million now reverse engineer that that's 400, that's 400 million reasons of intrigue you got two different sports, you got similar personalities, but only one can be the villain. You only want you want to see lose. The person you want to see lose is Mayweather. Mayweather has made a fortune of people paying money to see him lose, and he doesn't lose. Similar to, to McGregor, but he's lost the past couple of, of his fights. But before that, people were paying money to see him lose. And when he wins, his stock goes up. Wrestling is different. If you go back to the 80s, Ric Flair, one of the most famous wrestlers of all time. If you know who Ric Flair is, if anyone's listening, you should just go look at his work. Woo! Yeah. And the chops and all that yeah. stuff. Yes. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of the rappers borrowed that swag, that drip from the him. Confidence. The confidence. The confidence. The custom-made everything. The tailor-made everything. I've, I've actually taken some ish from him because now I'm going to a tailor... Getting all my clothes fitted exactly for me. I'm actually like his biography, and he said that when he got into a plane accident, he hurt and he hurt his back, three discs in his back. See him, he may never walk again, much less wrestle. He said, "To hell with all this! I'm gonna change everything about me." So he said, "What is the most obnoxious thing I could do?" He went from being brown hair, brown head, or a brunette to dyeing his hair blonde. First thing. Word. I was actually thinking about dyeing my the, the the bottom part of my beard green. I was thinking about dyeing the sides like like <laughs> like like platinum white, but my coach advised against that for I, 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 image purposes. Platinum white, like like 
almost white. Like this is side here, it's you, white. You trying to be Uncle Ruckus? <laughs> <my guy? laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So what he says is okay, I need to be over the top. I need to be something that people have to pay money to pay money to see me lose and I don't lose. And that's how he became famous. So he would travel the territories as NWA world champion and people would pay money every night to see him lose and he doesn't lose so next to me come back they pay even more money to hopefully see him lose and that's where and I'm that's the that's the that's the, that's the short end of the psychology behind the May, Mayweather and McGregor fight but fast forward back to uh, speaking um, it would have to be Les Brown t Tony Robbins maybe listen to Les Brown and Tony Robbins Tony Robbins is more of a state or Anthony Robbins is a state Who's Anthony speaker. Robbins? Tony Robbins is a or Anthony Robbins is okay. A, His full name is Anthony Robbins. Yes, it's the first time I hear. It. I never looked him up for mm, real. For real. Yeah, no, no, no him. problem. Uh, he his a, he's a completely different style. Now his it's more of a state. Okay. You know, you know where, how you how you feel right now and getting you to take a a action, knowing that. All right. I listen to. Um, Inky Johnson, he's more of an up-and-coming speaker. He's not as established as, as the latter two. And I listen to Eric Thomas before I, I work out sometimes. Okay. Sometimes, just to get that extra pump. After that, I should have read something in my fields. I, I have this book on the history of, of wrestling. You know, it, goes, it takes it back to the temples of Beni Hassan. Now, wrestling has been around since then. So you're talking about the, in, in the Egyptian times. And you see the various holes, the hammer locks, the wrist locks. For those who don't know that is, it's a little bit complicated, but the actual holes in the martial art of submission wrestling, which later became pro wrestling. Now, knowing the history and knowing every counter, or most counters to most holes, it is imperative you know where it comes from because... A lot of people have the misconception that, uh, that, that wrestling is fake. It's predetermined. And it's predetermined for a reason. Because if you go back to 1910s, the 1920s, they were submission belts until one belt lasted nine hours. Now, you imagine you go and see a fight, expecting it to last maybe an hour, maybe maybe less, half an hour, and it lasts nine hours. You gotta go to work the following day, you gotta do some stuff. You're like, you start people started walking out in droves of the of the arena. So promoters like we can't have this happening again. Next fight happens it lasts three hours. They said to hell with this. From now on we're gonna stay, we're gonna fix who's the winner. Fast forward to the common time and for wrestling is what it is. It's, inter it's entertainment. It's entertainment. You have a story to tell. You got exactly. emotions going left and right, and you got viewers, yes, and an audience following following what's happening. Exactly. And now these people can't physically do what you do, and this is where MMA, boxing, and wrestling fall in the same category. People can't just go on the street and practice. Maybe boxing, but MMA and wrestling—that's not happening. You can't just go on the the sidewalk or the asphalt and MMA fight or have a, or actual wrestling match unless you you break yourself or severely hurt hurt, hurt mean, somebody. If you have to fight, you have to fight, right? But in the mass, in the mass worldwide audience, you can't relate to it. Soccer, you get a ball or anything, like, uh, you can kick. If you, you get two things and make a net, you can mm -hmm. play soccer. 
basketball, you can get a milk cart cut out the bottom, get something, a basket cut out the bottom, get a, a spherical object, throw it inside, and, and you can play basketball. Baseball, a little more complicated, but you can play. F- football, you can, we used to, we used to, as kids, we used to play, uh, remember, memory serves me well, we used to play football with no p- a protection. So it is possible. Football or soccer? Football, as in like okay. a- a- NFL. I, I remember, because uh, <laughs> we used to go down to a schoolyard. We used to play soccer. And whenever the soccer ball would go into the roof, don't ask me how, it just happened. We would uh, run to a grocery store, some kind of store that had plastic bags. Pay, f- I don't know, $2, get a bunch of bags, roll them all up into a, an actual ball, and we, we play soccer. Yeah, so fun. you found a way to, 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 to play soccer. Yeah. But in MMA and, and wrestling, how do you make a ring? You make that you make you make that up. You put some sticks around, and you're like, "Yo, don't don't go out the border, bro." Yeah, but but you see, like the the level of complexity, like outside of you making sticks, for it to really to 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 replicate, you would need to go to to a, a, a greater length. So people can't really re- relate to a hammerlock or a guillotine or or, or, or MMA is commonly known as a guillotine, and wrestling is known as a front ch- front chantry or front face lock. You can't relate to that. But you can relate to the characters. Mm-hmm. You can relate to the people. Mm-hmm. And that's why people live vicariously through you. Okay. All right. I, 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 I see the vision, and I respect it. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, what else? Huh. Huh. When, have you ever had, like, a, or worked on a project where you feel like you're being submerged? Under the the pressure of completing the project, uh, yes, yes, I have. It would be a project for school or a project or a, p- a personal project in general. It could be <sighs> personal. It could be for you, you. You go to school right now? No, I no. I just train. Uh, I I get ready for speaking and all these uh, in engagements. Okay. Like I have to say, recently because before I I was getting ready for for a current. Uh, the current uh, trial that I'm getting, uh, I'm going to. I started the template of, of writing a book, okay. And then I started to get right, right, writer's block. And as I started to get back into the thick of things, I realized, okay, I have to stop. But for that period in which I was in, I was like, I'm like so in it because my book is essentially geared towards people who are who are are graduating high school. Now the book is turned back to challenge. You know, it, it, what it uh, what it is is it's a, a a synopsis of the first few years after you leave high school. Now, I mean high school in the in most parts of the world or in North America. If you're in Quebec, Quebec region, this would encompass uh, Cégep or or college, and it's getting you ready for life afterwards. Because when I was in high school, I sat in the auditorium listening to people spoke or whoever was speaking. Why am I listening to this? This doesn't apply to me. I'm not going to college to uh, next year or next fall. Yeah. So, what about the people who aren't going to college? What about the people who, hey, after high school, I gotta go to work? But life doesn't end for me. But when you're sitting there, you get the impression that you must go to Sejip, that you must go to university, that you must get that degree. 
So now you have you. Have, but what about the kids who don't fall follow in, in, into that realm? They just fall through the cracks. They are are forgotten. My book is to talk to those kids. Say, hey, this is is how it's like. Even the ones who are going to college, it's not geared to them, but it still applies to them too. Just because you got to go to college, just because you go to university, just because you get that that, that degree at that certain age, doesn't guarantee that you are a success. Like we spoke about. Uh, uh, before being the self-progression of a worthy ideal or a nightingale. Yeah. And all right. All right. I, I again, I see the vision. I <laughs> fuck with it. Awesome. Man. Thanks. <laughs> uh, can you tell me if there's like something that you bought recently within the ne- last six months, a hundred dollars worth, that you feel is uh, an amazing purchase i would have to say I, I, last week i bought some work some uh, workout gear i started a, a, a boot camp all right and it's for i guess ordinary ordinary people i won't say com- i guess common ordinary people because they're not athletes mm-hmm. so the, the the psychology of training them is completely different to how i train an athlete or how i would train myself and the rewarding thing is seeing them accomplish their goals. Even for me, is like, for me, it's like, wow, they're, just, they're having fun, and that's the most important part. Because I can tell you, hey, do a thousand squats, do a thousand push-ups, but that, that don't mean anything. If you can do twenty, and you get the biggest r- reward out of it, the biggest self-confidence boost, I'm like, okay, cool. But I saw about a hundred dollars worth of. Little weights, uh, step, uh, uh, agility, agility, ladder, a, a t-shirt, stuff like that, just to just to make them feel like they are part of some of, of of something great, which they are if they're improving their their selves. All right, all right, cool. Me, myself, and I uh, recently what 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 did we buy, Andre? Uh, we bought some artwork actually. Oh, nice. I never have art, so I'm kind of like, oh, oh, some posters by what's his name, um, Anderson Blue. He's a graphic artist who makes sneaker, sneaker-inspired themes. For example, just to give you an example. Uh, kill, imagine Kill Bill. Uh, you know the, the 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 scene where, have you ever watched Kill Bill? I've watched it one time. It's been a long time, but I, I need a little refresher. Well, it, it speaks of... I also kind of need a refresher, but basically what I'm getting from it is a woman who is scorned by a certain individual, and she's out to get revenge. Oh, okay. Now that, 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 that makes sense. And she wears like a yellow and black type of getup? Yellow. Yellow. She is a bright yellow getup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm guessing that the name of the man is Bill. That would make he sense. Is a cowboyish kind of looking man. Okay. Because the movie was made by the famous. I don't want to say his name right now because I forget, and I should know his name. Hmm. But uh, yeah. I think I have an idea who you're talking about too. I I don't really want to name names myself because I'm not 100 percent sure. But I take care of it. I'm leaning towards Quentin Tarantino. It was I'm, him. It was him. Okay, it was Quentin. Quentin Tarantino. Perfect. And uh, yeah, it was an amazing movie. But there was a scene where I'm going to say bosses 
because mm-hmm. I'm very video game oriented. Okay. So there was one of the bosses that the main character had to face. It was like in this Japanese type of uh, environment. It was, it was super nice. And uh, it's just her facing the boss. Just imagine a scene kind of like that. Her holding the blade. But <coughs> she has dope ass kicks. Oh, wow. So he makes a lot of artwork kind of like that. And I bought a couple pieces of pieces of his art. And I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. That's kind of nice. Yeah, I like it. And uh, it makes my eyes happy. And it's, uh, you know, a good ad- ad- addition to my visual environment. So to me, it was a good purchase because it, it increases what I'm looking at. That's awesome, man. That's, no, you, you, you have to, you have to. I'm learn. I'm relearning this. You have to have <clears throat> stuff in your downtime that 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 makes you happy. Like I like to cook, whatever that I have. Like I open my fridge. All right, I'm gonna create this. And for a period, I was a, uh, I was a chef. Well, I wasn't like a, a, a la cordon bleu chef or uh, recognized many education institution as a chef but by trade having to learn to cook this dish and cook this dish and cook this dish and by the end end of the year oh I'm head chef oh okay (laughs) yeah so that's (laughs) that's how that came about (coughs) so Uh, I enjoyed various various uh, styles of cooking oh that's nice hey you're a culinary wrestler slash motivational speaker okay (laughs) And, and and part-time uh Durex guy. Yeah. yeah. Part-time. <laughs> Thanks Durex so if you if you're listening. <laughs> um in the wrestling environment what's the worst advice that you hear people give in oh. the wrestling environment? Oh, yeah. You don't have to be a professional. You're taking us way too way way too seriously. What? Me? No, no. This okay. is what this is advice people like have given some of, of my teammates and, and myself. Like I, I come with kind of, I come from a a sports back, 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 background. So when I started wrestling, first had had my first match. My mindset was, if this was the NBA, how would I dress? Okay. How would I conduct myself? Okay. So I conduct I conduct myself the same way I conduct myself in wrestling, the same way I conduct myself if I was in the NBA. The the the. The, the the little tidbit of me that I always wanted to play for my hometown being the New York Knicks. This is before they, they, they created Brooklyn. So for those of you who are listening, Brooklyn is my hometown. But before they created Brooklyn, our New Jersey moved to Brooklyn. <laughs> they were the New York Knicks. And and the, the nine-year-old in me wanted to be the starting power forward, six foot nine, 275 pounds, starting power forward for the New York Knicks. I'm not six foot nine, and I'm not 275 pounds. However, the how I would dress, how I would conduct myself, it stayed. It stayed uh, uh, with me. So I translated that to wrestling. So when I show up in suits, and I, I never wear the same suit twice, or the same suit back-to-back at an event. Like if this month I wear pur- uh, purple, next month I'm wearing green, or I'm wearing red, or I'm wearing blue. But I'm not going to wear purple, purple, and then another color. So they're like, you invest money in suits? No, I if you wanna, if you wanna be where you wanna be, you have to act and conduct yourself where you wanna be. So if the mindset is W, if WWE, in my mindset, WWE is the equivalent of the NBA. 
I want to be in the NBA or I want to be in WWE, this is what I, I would have to dress as how I have to conduct, conduct myself in and out of the ring or in or for anyone who's who's a, a practitioner of the art of basketball on and off the court. Yeah, I totally understand that and respect that. I mean, me for myself, besides the me having to cut my hair on a regular basis because I would like to stay bald, um, the conducting yourself is an important factor because it's just the way you have, it's just the way you got to move of course because even people like uh, this just uh recently um welcome to me you're 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 a a, a pro wrestler i'm like yeah you're so uh, you're so professional because they're accustomed to the people who are not in the big leagues or the independent people are they're accustomed to them being a certain way, and it doesn't it doesn't paint us in a, a a favorable light. Historically, we've been known as ignoble sport. I don't know what ignoble sport okay. would yeah. be. Yes, and then boxing was known was known as a a, a, a Janus sport, which is a sport of uh, the gentleman. Now, knowing this, you always want to be projected in in a certain way now to quote vince mcmahon perception is everything so if you perceive as earning x amount and you're perceived of bringing in this amount of value to wherever you are then that's the value you're going to bring so if you conduct yourself in such a a a standard beneath of what you're capable of then you're going to attract things that are going to bring that is going to keep you here in a sense that you show up late to a wrestling match, show up unprepared. You didn't stretch. You didn't do any any anything to prepare for this match. You didn't study your your opponent. You didn't get su- sufficient amount of rest. And you get into the ring. We start we start we we start to to go back to to go back and forth. And then you have a a, a mental lapse. And then now I have to protect you, because a I don't want you to die. Two two problems with that. If you die. You, you all, well, you died. Now your fa- your family has to deal with a loss. And B, I want to make I I want to make my money. So if you get hurt, or you or you or if something happens to you, then they don't bring 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 me back. Now you're taking food off of my off of my plate, and off of yours. Now we have a problem. Get yourself together. So if you, as you go up in the ranks, you're gonna notice pe- people um, people are more serious, more prepared. And that comes even to basketball, because even if you, or hockey, whichever like sport, because you ever seen beer league, whatever it is, beer league hockey and beer league baseball. What is that? Beer, beer, I beer about, league. I know about the topless women football. Yeah, so. that that's 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 something else. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but beer league hockey or beer league basketball, or beer, it's like you, it's like these. Middle-aged dudes. Slam dunk? No, not even. The 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 one where they're all jumping on trampolines and stuff. That that could be it, but more like you guys who have no business being on a basketball court. You're not athletes. You just drink some beer. You get some liquid courage, and for the weekend or for a few hours on the weekend, you leave your your wife, your girlfriend, or kids at home, and you want to be you know all of a sudden LeBron James or Stephen Curry, whoever is on the top, Kawhi Leonard, for that moment. Okay. But you don't train. You don't conduct yourself like an athlete. 
You don't do anything. And you're the guys who are always complaining and moaning about every call, every foul. Somehow you're the referee, the player, the coach, and the psychologist all at the same time. Now, this translates to, 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 to basketball, hockey, baseball, football. I don't know much about football, but baseball, basketball, hockey, and wrestling. Now, we have these people, and they didn't walk around calling themselves wrestlers. Now, in the old days, wrestling, you need to have a permit, especially in certain parts. Still have it in Ohio and, if I'm not mistaken, Kentucky. Okay. Then the National Athletic Commission will give you a permit. If you can't pass the physical, if you can't pass the test, they don't give you a permit, you can't, you, you, you can't wrestle. Now, Nevada as well. Now, back then, all the, all the fanboys, they would not be in a ring. And that okay. was a good thing because you get in a ring with them, they don't know how to, how to wrestle. You're like, oh, crap. I might hurt you. I might, I might hurt you. And now I have, to, I have to hide your flaws, tell a story. And stop whatever stupidities you you want to try, which you, you're you're not trained to 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 do. Now, now we have a problem in wrestling. It has been a problem for some years. Is that certain co- uh, co- companies launch their website where they sell the gear for the wrestlers, merchandise for fans, stuff for promoters. So anybody can buy a pair of tights, put on a T-shirt, go to their local friends rent a ring and call themselves a wrestler but not many people can call themselves a practitioner of the art known as professional wrestling and it's a big discrepancy all right i have to keep that last uh, no piece in mind what have you changed your mind on in the last year and can you tell me why the ability to come back uh, about uh, a year and a half ago I sustained several in- injuries and I had to change everything for a period I was in limbo. And in September, I was told I can come back. Um, so when I heard got the news, what changed my mind was, hey, just because these three people tell you you should find something else to do, that one person whose opinion actually that, that matters, the one who, who, you, who should, you should focus on. But don't be so attached to what you are because as 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 you as you know wolf was having a a background in sports uh an athlete suffers two deaths the death of their career and the death of their physical being depending how far you reach and how long your, your your career rent it can vary so knowing that enjoy all the moments the goods and the bads before that, I didn't really... Some matches I had, I would dwell on certain things. Like my footwork was off. This suplex wasn't good. Suplex is all is known as, as a throw in, I think, judo. Um, certain things wasn't on point. Or I felt this. I missed the camera and all these things. So I'm like, I dwell on a nitpick and all these things. It's good to be a student of the game and, and, and look at your art and refine your art. But don't dwell on it. And I found myself not enjoying it. So now I'm more enjoying it for what it is. Even if it's not my favorite match, I still enjoy the fact that, hey, I went out there and I did this because a year and a half ago, I did not knew if this would ever be possible again. The words? No problem. I, I, use, I use a few as well. All right, all right. <laughs> What's, uh, Mr. Durability. You know? <laughs> what does uh, masculinity mean to you? Masculinity means to me 
it means being straight up. I find I find in today's uh, we've been conditioned based on uh, certain uh, societal agendas that men are becoming less and less like what men what we're accustomed to seeing as men. Now, not to go off into another debate on various uh, ideologies. Okay. Not I, naming it's, names. It's okay. You, you don't need to. I, we were swearing like five seconds. Okay. Ago, so Based good. on like certain feminist ideas with toxic masculinity, which I find is a hot as a hot pile of crap. Um, that notion of being a hot pile of crap. Whatever they their their their, their spiel is, let them be. Just, that's 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 their ghetto. But it is. I find that we we've emasculated men to the men in general to the point where you don't know what a clear picture of a man is. Like, if you come off and be straightforward and be straight up, you come off as being, or oh, mean or rude or whatever. Yeah. But that's often a shit test, <laughs> and the guys who fail the shit test end up in the friend zone and ask themselves, "Well, how did I end it up here?" Oh, dude, you realize that that was that wasn't it because. Yeah, but being masculine is being having a dominant fi- figure, a, a dominant presence. Say, hey, put your foot down and know this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it. Rather, I'm right, I'm right, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to do it. On condition, that, you know, it doesn't hurt anyone or anything to that effect. But to be walking on eggshells or watch what you say or how you sit down or even to even, even today's time with the whole Me Too movement and hashtag Me Too or Time's Up, Yes, there are there are people out there who sh- who should be in jail for for certain things to do, but for the vast majority, you put us in a negative light. Now you go to the bar, or go to the club or wherever. I'm not in the mood to talk to you because I don't know if you're gonna come up with false al- al- false al- allegations, some char- some 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 bogus bogus charges. And then say I did this or I did that because now you you know who I am or what I have, and there's a lot of that. There's a lot of falsified rape allegations, especially in the, in 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 the U.S. So knowing this, it's not worth it anymore. So you get a lot of women complaining. Well, hey, um, for those who are head heterosexual, you other women who are complaining. Oh, where's all the real men? Or why do men not talk, approach me anymore? Well, you put. You put us in a, in a in a situation where it's not safe to to be a man. Masculinity is being threatened very often, if not on a daily. So you got certain like like movements and rights and all that. But at the end of the day, your your best option as a male, as a masculine, and, and you want to preserve masculinity is just do your own thing. Keep to to yourself because you got to deal with the women are coming after you. You got transgender people who are shaming straight men to want to date them I'm sorry I don't want to date dude with or a woman with yeah good for you if you want that but no I don't want to be a part of that alright so we're under attack in a, in a, in a different we're sense under attack. Okay. in a different <laughs> sense in a different sense okay. meaning we're being accused of toxic masculinity okay we're being shamed into dating people we don't want uh, 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 to date. As of recently, there's been a reverse race, r- racism towards white men or Caucasian men. What's the correct term in this case? We'll just go to the word ca- Caucasian. Where women of different ethnicity accuse these men of being racist in order for them to date them. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a whole. Obviously, I'm I'm black, so I obviously don't pay attention to these. Kinds but of it, stuff. it's a re- <laughs> it, but it, it's the reverse it's reverse for us because we can be maybe even conditioned to see the lighter you are, the more more you are f- favored in society, not just in the black. Uh, ethnic uh, ethnic background, but in all ethnic ba- yeah, backgrounds, that's, that's that's a that's a media thing. And that's a, that's if you watch too much TV, yeah. you see the world through the through the lens of whatever you've been feeding yourself. When you when you when, you, when now you're conditioning, you're conditioning your yourself. You're, you're we're conditioning our 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 environment and ourselves to see these things. And now it becomes acceptable, but okay. So knowing this, and knowing the stories that they paint of us, for example, we're we're both we're both black. So we already have a predisposed stereotype that we have to, I won't say we have to, but we're accustomed to experiencing, like a certain way that we would approach somebody, and the chances of us getting a favorable response against uh, versus a Steve Mick Moonstream. It, <laughs> that sounds like a fantasy character in yes, some it kind is. of porno, but keep Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's Steve McMoonstream. We might have the same applications. We might have the same look. We might have everything. But here, the predisposed stereotype phenotype they have for us is a different predisposed phenotype they have for that Steve McMoonstream. And on that note, yes, that's what I believe about masculinity. It may be controversial, but at the end of the day, it's how I feel. Any advice to give one to yourself if you were, I don't know, 16, 18? Any advice you would give to yourself if you were in your 30s and or 40s? To to the 18-year-old, don't be adverse to learning more things. Try stuff out and just... Not trying to start out trying to succeed at it. Just try it out and say, "Hey, I'm gonna give this a try." Okay, just being open in general. Being more open. I always find I was kind of shut off a lot of things. Like I was, I, I was recruited for boxing when I was six, seven, seventeen, I believe. I think I was seventeen. Um, turned that down because boxing wasn't my sport. Um, modeling when I was eighteen. Turned it down because modeling wasn't my thing. Just be more open. For the the thirties, I'm yet to touch that, but. If I can look forward, I'd have to say, "Hey, enjoy the ride. You know, enjoy the ride. You've 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 worked this hard and got this far. Enjoy the ride and, and see where it goes." For the forties, would be, "Hey, it's retirement time, baby. <laughs> I'm going to play golf." <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, enjoy the ride to the once a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, but that and yeah, Remember clear alcohol is great. Remember that for my birthday. Yeah, anyone who's listening, the goal here is not to offend any any anyone in my fan base, but we know that this is based on opinions, not um, not actual facts in terms of uh, masculinity or any other thing that I mentioned today that wasn't uh, or you found kind of of, of offensive. Oh, this is all point of views. Is just point of views change every day. Like yeah, right now, I agree. Like, having these conversations helps me grow, and I hope. It helps you grow, and I hope it helps anyone else that's listening grow as well. Awesome. We're all we're all here on the same journey, on our different paths. Thank you for coming through. Thank you. Thank you for for I, having me. I'm really happy to have you here, and I hope that you come through next time. Deal, man. And bring on 
more ex- exciting questions. Hey, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Awesome. <laughs> Until next time, surround yourself with magnificence. This has been Mustafa Jordan Richardson. And remain unstoppable. The hell are you doing on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I stole your thunder. <laughs> this episode was brought to you in part by Sneaker Cipher. Oh, thank you. Keep that same energy. And as my good friend would say, remain unstoppable. Be well, y'all. Hey, are we done? No? Oh, okay. <laughs>